episode. Gas Network presents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Simolo. Bro, flying. T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. What up, what up, what up? Welcome, everybody. So everybody tuning in, wherever you tuning in from, Spotify listeners, we hear you, we appreciate you. Uh, YouTube viewers, I hope y'all see this, man. I uh, hope y'all tapping in, man. All the Spotify listeners, also make sure you tapping into the pre-show vibes, man. Subscribers only content, man. Gas dropping the subscribers only content. Uh, only on Spotify, though. So uh, if you are a Spotify listener and you're listening to this, go ahead, jump on that for subscribers only and get our pre-shows. Uncut. Of the gang, man. We know what we are, man. It's Gaffer's and Sports for the Culture, man. It's time to get into it. Uh, the best sports culture show, the number one sports culture show. Uh, I didn't make it up. That's what this what they told me, man. Uh, I'm the host for the evening, man. I'm Scruff Lion. Um, let me go introduce the gang, man. Let me start with the bottom left. Oh, yes, sir. You know what it is, man. Loyal listeners, followers, subscribers. It's your boy, Young Rum 22. If you are new, do me a favor, hit that follow button, the subscribe button. Uh, you heard Scruff talk about it, man. We got the 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 pre-show, 99 cent. I think it's 99 cent a month, which is a wonderful deal. Uh, and, you know, you get to know us a little bit better, man. You get to peek behind the curtain. Uh, it's definitely worth the content. I know myself, I'm trying to get back in regular show mode because I don't want to talk too crazy tonight, but we do got a good show for you, man. So I'm gonna let the fellas go ahead and jump in here. Yeah, man, you gotta keep you, you know, button up, keep your shirt straight, as, <laughs> as they say. Uh top right. At Bryce XXV aka Mr. Big Leader, aka my mama's favorite gas panels. Yo, if you're not rocking with that pre-show yet, you're loafing. If you enjoy this show, like I promise you, the pre the pre show was like the only fans version of this show. You know what I'm saying? Like this show is like our Instagram, and the pre show is like our only fans. You feel me? If you know if you, if, you, if, you, if you know anything about today's time, you know what I'm getting at. It's uncut. It gets a little explicit. We talk about the 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 topics in the culture that everyone really wants to hear, and we do it in a real unfiltered style. So uh, yeah, rock with the pre show for sure. Ninety nine cent a month on Spotify. Rock with us. Yep, yep, yep. It's that pure uncut gas, that pure cocaina. You know what I'm saying? Last but not least, man, Demolo, bottom right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Demolo. And yeah, y'all guys should tune into our X-rated show. This shit is hilarious. You might uh, see what we really feel about certain topics that we can't get out here because God knows I'm about to get us all canceled. <laughs> Right, right. And, and just for just so y'all know, for subscribers only, for your subscribers out there, man, you know what I'm saying? Respect the pre-show vibes, man. Uh, it's, it's a cancel-free zone. If, if anybody reports the pre-show vibes, I got a list of y'all. I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to know y'all violated the First Amendment of Fight Club, which is you don't talk about Fight Club, all right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, man, it was a great weekend, man. Great weekend, man. I was out there in the DMV this weekend, man, getting up with the gang, man. A couple of the gang. Uh, Rome, Rome put the kids in and must have put himself down. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, great weekend, man. It was a draft this weekend, man. Draft was this weekend, man. Everybody loves the draft, right? Um, I was extremely excited about the draft this year, man. You know what I'm saying? Eagles had a lot of top, top draft pick. It was a pretty great draft. It was a very eventful draft. First round was very eventful. Tons of trades. Tons of trades. Um, no quarterback went in the top 10 this year. That was different. Our gas mock draft with our experts. They had a bunch of quarterbacks being picked. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they was thinking. But they wasn't thinking the same thing as the GM, clearly, because no quarterback went in the top 10. Um, but a lot of interesting things happened on draft night. So let's jump in with the draft first, man. Um, first of all, what was like uh, – I'm saying, what was the biggest, uh, I'm trying to think of the best, uh, what was the biggest surprise of the draft for you? Let's go start with that. Um, Rome, let's start with you. Uh, I mean, for me, and this might be because, uh, you know, I'm a Commanders fan, and it was in the NFC East, so a little personal. But for me, it was the A.J. Brown trade by the Eagles. Um, I didn't really see it coming. I think it was an aggressive move. 
But if I'm being honest, if I'm being objective, I like it. I like it a lot because I feel like what they did was they put all their chips on the table, but they did it in a smart way to where Jalen Hurts now has essentially everything he needs around him. So we'll see in the fall if he'll fail or succeed. But let's say he fails for argument's sake. Now the Eagles have put themselves in a position where if they bring in another quarterback next year in the draft, that quarterback's also on a rookie deal. And, you know, he's going to have a fair amount of talent around him. Uh, so the Eagles put themselves in a good position, whether Jalen Hurts succeeds or not. And I, I think that was probably the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, I got to say, I was pretty surprised as well, man. You know, I was I was watching the draft. Uh, I was looking at the board. And, you know, I'm looking at the board, and I'm seeing a lot of receivers go on the board. I was really high on Jamison Williams. You know, he went, to, you know, to the Lions, I believe, at pick 12. The Eagles moved up, pick 13, pick Jordan Davis, who I love, man. I love Jordan Davis. Um, you know, so I understand the pick. We had trenches-oriented team, you know what I'm saying? I actually I had him in my mock. But, uh, you know, the receivers come off the board quick, and I was looking around that time, and I was thinking, man, you know, like I don't really love any of these receivers, you know, at this at this spot. Um, and then you end up with A.J. Brown. And so it's just like, wow, you know, he that's much better than any of the receivers you would have gotten this year's draft. So just goes to show you, man, two different styles of building a team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, I was, I was surprised as well. I'm very happy about that, though. Uh, Bryce, man, what do you, who's the biggest surprise of the draft team, man? Oh, no question. The biggest surprise to me was the fall of my guy Malik Willis. Thought it was ridiculous. I'm not sure if there was something that came out that we just never heard about. If we just missed something, like I don't know what it was, but that fall was crazy. Malik Willis was the number one player overall on my big board. Uh, I'm very high on Malik Willis. I think he's going to come out and tear the league up uh, the moment he the moment he starts playing. And I think we're looking at a situation that's going to end up being similar to that Russell Wilson situation. Ryan Tannehill's job is not safe in Tennessee. I think Malik landed in a perfect landing spot, too, to be a, to be a Titan. I mean, got Derrick Henry back there. They're going to surround him with weapons as much as they can. They drafted a first-round receiver after trading A.J. Brown. The first thing they did is draft a receiver, replace him. And now they got Malik Willis to throw that man the ball. Uh, and they also – that's one of my top – that was my second-rated receiver that they got in Traylon Burks. So I, I really think that the uh, the Titans had a good draft because of that, and I can't believe that Malik Willis fell as far as he did. Almost ridiculous, but uh, something the NFL scouts, you know, they think they know best, but clearly they have not proven to know best. When you look at Russell Wilson in the third round, Tom Brady in the sixth round, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have big misses at quarterback, and I think they missed a good one with uh, Malik Willis. Hey, one thing's for sure, man, and I ain't trying to put you on the hot seat, my guy. But this is going to be a big draft for you, Bryce, because if that was your number one player and clearly he skyrocketed down the board in the wrong direction, um, you know, there was something different, difference of opinion there. So if he ends up being great, you're going to be spot on, you know what I mean? But if he ends up being asked, like, you're going to have to own that as well. So, um, well, let's, 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 make, let's, let's, you know, be transparent here. <laughs> I've been on a lot of prospects of these guys have missed before. I mean, if you go back and look at my draft classes – you know, I'm not saying I'm batting a thousand, but to make it to the Hall of Fame, all you gotta do is bat 300 for a career. I think I'm batting wow. over 300 uh, with, with my draft with my draft projections and my in my big boards. Mark my words, Malik Willis will be a great NFL quarterback. It's no question, um, and everybody will see. He'll prove everybody wrong. Well, we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see if you're feeling vindicated by the uh, end of his career. We shall see. Uh, G man, what's your biggest surprise of the draft? The Jets, they fucking drafted amazingly. I'm more surprised than the Jets. The fucking Jets got it right. I like the Jets draft class this year. Their first round draft class is legit. I really think the Jets are going towards the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh you you nailed it there. I mean, that was a good transition, man. So we talked about some 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 really good draft classes. The Jets had a pretty good draft class, man. They ended up with uh Sauce Gardner and uh Garrett Wilson in the first round, pretty solid. I mean, but you know, it's not just about the first round. You know, yeah, it's a nice start, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, pretty good, you know what I'm saying? It seems like actually the first time in a long time that the Giants made competent picks, you know what I'm saying? Kayvon Thibodeau is actually a beast. Uh, you know, G could have had him in his mock draft, but he was, you know, he was he was drafting like the old Giants. He had half the picks, right? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm going to pick two old linemen. We need them, so we're going to get two. 
Was I not was I not close though? We're picking a defensive player with the first pick overall though. For uh, for the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Yes and no, but I don't know. That's another conversation. Uh, yeah. I wasn't off though. I was not off. I was kind no, of right. You were off. It was you know you don't pick corners number one overall. I don't remember the last one that's ever happened. But then the corner was your second pick overall, no? No, facts. Ah, you see, so I had like I was I was there. I was there. But a he lot wasn't, of people had offense. But he wasn't number one though. Nah. Uh, nah. So uh so yeah, let's 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 talk about the draft, man. Let's grade some of these teams, man. Best teams in the uh we I mean anybody tuning in right now, anybody, we doing draft grades. Uh feel free to drop in the comments any teams that you want us to grade. Because there's thirty two teams, and quite frankly, I don't have enough time, nor do you have it for us to grade thirty two today. <laughs> but we will give you some highlights. So I will say the best drafts. Uh, we'll start with the best drafts, man. Uh, and I got to be quite frank here, man. Uh, I'm also surprised with this one, but I think the best draft was the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it was a team that proved many times to me, and I, I've been heartbroken for years watching this draft. Because we always picked the wrong guy. It's the same team that picked J.J. Arcega Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf. It's the same team that picked Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, man. Let's Let's not forget about this, man. But yo, the Eagles picked Jordan Davis, who's a who's a who's a freak of nature, man. This dude ran a four, what four uh four six four seven. He was outrunning guys with a hundred pounds less less weight than him, man. It's an unbelievable pick. Picking AJ Brown, getting the Kobe Dean in the third round might have been the steal of the whole entire draft. The Eagles had the best draft, uh, definitely on my A list in terms of draft. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I say the Eagles had the best draft. And uh, what y'all think, man? Who else? Who y'all else think has some really good drafts, man? That's what do y'all think? That's a, that's a homer pick if I've ever seen one. Uh, but it's it's, it's, it's Eagles, facts. No, it's it's not facts. No, it's an opinion. But the Eagles had a good draft. I wouldn't. I, I would not go as far as to say best draft. I think there's a few teams that had a better draft than the Eagles, especially according to my big board. Uh, so I think you hit the nail on the head, man. The Jets had a great draft. Uh, they nabbed three players that are in my top – or no, four players in my top 40 on my big board. And they did that with their first four picks. They picked up Sauce Gardner, number four, Garrett Wilson, number 10 overall. Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher from Florida, who skyrocketed up draft boards late. I think he's going to be a player. And then Brees Hall, who was my top running back out of Iowa State. I'm a big fan of Iowa State running backs. I'm also kind of just a big – like, I don't know what it is, but I always end up seeing a lot of Iowa State games every college season. And uh, Brees Hall was, I would say, at Iowa State, he was just as – he was probably better than my guy, David Montgomery, which I really like David Montgomery coming out of college. But uh, Brees Hall was probably better there. Not so I think he's going to be one of those ones if you need a fantasy running back in your dynasty league, add Brees Hall to the list. Another team that had a great draft, man, that killed it, killed it when it came to my big board was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my gosh, man. Like, Pittsburgh need, one, Pittsburgh needed a quarterback. Where they were able to get Kenny Pickett staying home at 20. I had Kenny Pickett as a top 50 player. Uh, early on, I was enamored with Kenny Pickett. Uh, he's His movement in the pocket, his movement outside the pocket, his ability to uh, his ability to escape pressure. The thing I liked the best also about Kenny Pickett was he had a Joe Burrow style of progression in college. Now, his last year in college wasn't quite as good as Burrow's last year at LSU, but it was up there with it. I mean, you're talking about like 36 tuds, eight picks, and each year he got better and better until his last year he just killed it. Only worry about him is I don't know about his arm strength. I don't think his arm strength is elite. And I think when you're going first-round quarterback, you got to at least have that elite arm strength. So they got four. They got three players in my top 50. We talk about Kenny Pickett. George Pickens is going to be a great wide receiver. One of those wide receivers with a lot of uh, – a lot of uh, – Character concerns coming into the draft, but who better to be with than Mike Tomlin if you got character concerns? So um, I like that draft a lot, and uh, I don't know, man. I think one more team I have to give some credit to before I'm done is the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like the Ravens are one of those teams that just have good drafts year after year, uh, and I think they did it again. I mean, Kyle Hamilton, trading up to get Kyle Hamilton number 14 is going to prove to be a great pick. Uh, they got my top center on the board. I also think he's one of the best linemen in the draft when Tyler Lindenbaum. You can never go wrong drafting the Iowa interior offensive linemen. They got some of the best O-line coaches in the nation, and every single year they churn out interior O-linemen and end up being great players. 
And then they got David Ajabo, who is a guy who had an injury at Michigan. And if he didn't have that injury, I'm pretty sure he's like a top 20 pick. Uh, great edge rusher. And I think he'll be able to develop well in Baltimore. I love, I really, I mean, they got Charlie Kolar late from Iowa State. I told y'all I end up watching a lot of Iowa State games for some reason every year. Kolar is a great tight end. Uh, Isaiah Likely, another good tight end from Coastal Carolina. They don't get a lot of views in college football season. He's a good player. I like what the Ravens did. So I think those three teams, in my opinion, had the best drafts. And then the, the Eagles, I think, made their first two picks were very solid. It's hard for me to say you have the best draft. We only have four or five picks in the entire draft. I can't say you had the best draft for that. And the Eagles, I think, only had, what, five picks in the entire draft? Yeah, well, when you, one of the picks uh, <laughs> brings you A.J. Brown, I mean, does yeah, that factor in? No, because I'm talking about your draft grade. Your actual yeah, but, draft, you know. Yeah, but when, you, when you I'm trade, when you trade, trade when I'm you trade one of your Ray Brown is a draft pick. The same way I'm not giving the the Dolphins credit for Tyreek Hill. If I'm giving the Dolphins credit for Tyreek Hill in their draft grade, then I'm going to give them an A, right? So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they didn't do that on draft night though. So, but you know, whatever. It's it's still hey, draft. Hey, though, hey. Right? All I all I all I know is all I know is the 18th pick was on the board, and they went up there and they said, with 18th pick, the Eagles trade. And get AJ Brown, so it's good enough for me. It's part of the draft. Scruff, scruff out here grading it on a curve, but uh... that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna throw another team out there as well, though. That I thought did a really good job, uh, and I think the Packers also had a really good draft. Uh, getting two uh, two great defenders when you know the defense needs some help over there, and then they drafted the kid out of uh, what's what's the kid what's the kid's name? Uh, Bryce out of. Uh, out of Dakota, Dakota uh, South Dakota, is it South Dakota State? Nah, North Dakota State. North Dakota. <laughs> my, guy, my guy Christian, Christian, uh, Christian Watson. Christian, he's yeah, a big dog. He, he's big gonna be, dude. He's going to be great, actually. 6'4", nice speed. You know what I'm saying? Sound, sound like sound like they're going to be right back in the mix. You know what I'm saying? And then drafting another guy as well later on. So they got two guys in, in the, uh, and, you know, to come in there and fill, fill the receiver core up. Oh, and the Chiefs also. Shout out the Chiefs. Picked up Sky Moore, dumb late. Um, they got Trent McDuffie. Was another good team. Uh, trying to go pick up. Bro, man, what do you think? Uh, winners of the draft, man. Uh, man, honestly, I do think the Eagles had a great draft, Scruff. I, I will say that. Even if you don't factor the AJ Brown trade into it, um, Bryce, you mentioned the Ravens. That's who I originally was going to go with. I think the game is still one in the trenches. I know it's a passing league, but they they did a good job uh, drafting a lot of good linemen on both sides of the ball. As Bryce just broke down. But I'm going to go with the Lions, man. Nobody mentioned them. And I feel like they had a fairly good draft. Um, you know, they got Aiden Hutchinson and Jameson Wilson. Jameson well, Jameson well, well, Williams. Damn. That pre-show. That pre-show. Hey, I, I, was, I thought you were lagging for a second, bro. You almost, almost pulled a scruff. I was a little, little lit during the pre-show catching up to me. Nah. But yeah, I thought their their first two picks I thought were beyond were beyond solid. I think Hutchinson he's got that nonstop motor, so that's kind of like a sure thing, and you always want to get a sure thing uh, when you're picking in the top five. And then you know the receiver, you know he's he's coming back off the injury, but once he's back, which he will be back, and I think they're thinking long term here. There's no need to rush him back, so I think they got those first two picks. I think those are those are two home runs. And then when you keep going down the line, they build up their defense. They got another edge rusher. They got a safety with the next pick. So, I mean, the Lions, pretty solid draft pick. I'm still a little iffy because it's the Lions. Um, we, we were talking about the Jets. They also had a good draft. That's another organization where I'm like, I, I was big on Sauce Gardner before the draft. I see him as a Jet, and now I'm like, is that the organization to take someone's career in the right direction? I don't know. So we'll, we'll see how these things pan out. We're grading the draft a week after the draft just happened or a few yeah. days, really. So it, it, it's hard commanders. to, to – hey, we, we didn't say anything, yeah, didn't say anything about the commanders judge. or their draft pick. You're going to judge just players getting drafted? If we're going to talk about biggest steal of the draft, the commanders definitely hold that one. What? Who? Sam Howell, fifth-round quarterback. Oh, how about how about Carson Strong? The Eagles' undrafted free agent signing is better than uh, Sam Howell, and I, I, I put I put my life on that. So, so you're saying you're saying Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is in trouble. Jalen Hurts is in trouble then, right? In his trouble? What are you talking about? He just he just he just literally told the Eagles to do a trade for his man's, and um, 
They did. So he's got all the juice in the world, and then you bring in a guy. You can't do that and then put your life on on Carson. The truth is, neither of these guys are going to play. Neither of these guys are going to have the opportunity to be the starters this year. I don't know that. I don't know that about uh I don't know that about Sam Howell, bro. I don't know that about Sam Howell. Well, that's true because Carson Wentz is, you know, injury prone. All right. Well, Carson Wentz is better than Jalen Hurts, but we we can get into that another day. Yo, who what? Got some haters in the comment section. I don't even know what that says. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's DC logo lingo, I'm assuming. But uh, yeah, man, definitely, definitely a good drive. And this is this out of like any draft in the past was one of the more like uh, unexpected drafts. It was so it was it was a lot of chatter leading up to it, but nobody knew exactly how it would go. I told you guys weeks ago that I felt like this is one of the most underrated quarterback draft classes I'd ever seen. Remember when I told you guys that here on this very show? Yeah, and I think that. The NFL scouts and GMs did not know how to react to that. Uh, and I think they ended up shooting themselves in their in the foot in a lot of cases. I think there's going to be one of those drives where we look back at some of the quarterbacks that were drafted and we ask ourselves, how the hell did this guy go here? How the hell did this guy go here? Because uh, I really believe in some of these, in some of these quarterbacks in this draft. Um, Sam Howe is a fifth-round pick. Uh, it, Rome, you're right. That's crazy. Sam Howell was on everybody's draft board last year. Last year around the, last year in freaking August, in freaking right before the college season, Sam Howell's on everyone's draft board as a top five quarterback, first round pick. So it's like that is crazy. And you know when you see something like that happen, you start to realize maybe these GMs outthought themselves a little bit. You know you think of a guy like Desmond Ritter not going first round, falling to the Falcons. Wait. I was telling y'all about Desmond Ritter a long ass time. Think about Malik Willis going third round when like some there's a lot of draft pundits out there that I really trust that say that Malik Willis is almost can't miss like a Michael Vick yeah. talent. <clears throat> I think a lot of teams are gonna regret that, bro. Like yeah, Malik I mean, Malik I, shouldn't have fallen like that. I think these GMs all thought themselves, and let's let's keep it a buck. Lamar Jackson wouldn't have been a first round pick if if it wasn't for Ozzy. If Ozzy Newsom wasn't at the Ravens. And then say, hold up, we y'all tripping. This guy has to be a first round pick. We have to get this fifth year option on this guy. He's not a first round pick if that doesn't happen. He's he's a second rounder. Maybe who knows how far he would have dropped if the Ravens didn't take him right there. So it's like one of those things where like, yo, NFL GMs are out thinking themselves in the position they've historically been worse, the worst at picking is quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. year there's every year there's quarterback busts, bro. First Man, it's a hit or miss. A hit or miss. That's a hit or miss. Honestly, so any uh, any surprise at all uh, for y'all? I mean, obviously Malik Willis passed. Uh, you know, got passed on by every team. But um, any surprise there? But of, of Steelers picking um, Kenny Pickett's number one guy, I thought it was a pretty 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 clean pick. Uh, you know, I, I I respect it honestly. Nah, no surprise. I mean, think about uh, it. He played at Pitt. You know. Yeah, like, that's what I was the Pittsburgh Steelers like. If anyone had the chance to watch him the most, it was the Steelers. Um, I think that Kenny Pickett is the safest quarterback you could have selected in this draft, right? Kenny Pickett is going to come in pro-ready to a certain extent. He might not have the highest ceiling in this draft, you know, but he damn sure has a high floor. My thing when I'm picking a quarterback, I'm always going to go for ceiling because, like, I'm, I want to get an Aaron Rodgers. I want to get a Josh Allen. I want to get – you know what I mean? I don't necessarily want to get the ceiling of my quarterback to be, you know, David Carr or Kirk Cousins. Like, I don't want that ceiling, you know what I'm saying? But you can't really go wrong with that either because if you build around that, you can win yourself a championship. So I can't be mad at that pick for the Steelers, especially for a defense-oriented team. Yeah, definitely, 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 man. Anything else y'all want to talk about? Go ahead, G. So what is this about Baker Mayfield, you at this point? Like, is he really going to stay as a backup? I mean, right now he's still on the roster. I mean, one team that uh, that was, I would say, linked to Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield mentioned them in, in an interview that he would like to go to Seattle. But Seattle hasn't brought in any quarterbacks at this point. Right now Seattle's going in this elite enter, you know, post-draft. They have Drew Locke and uh, Geno Smith. Geno, yeah. I don't know if they're going to go into the season with them. Um, one team that I thought was uh, – 
lacking a quarterback. We talk about quarterbacks falling in the right place. The Panthers, you know, Sam Darnold, you know, that's another team that Baker Mayfield was linked to. They ended up getting my guy, Matt, Matt Corral, in, like, I think the third or fourth round. So, I like that. Panthers had a nice well. draft, too. I, I like that pick for the Panthers a lot. So, I don't see – I don't see uh, – personally, I don't see the Panthers going after uh, Baker Mayfield because – you know, they just they got a nice they got a nice little option there between him and Darnold, you know, saying Corral and Darnold. So I don't know where he goes. See, I don't make sense, but I don't know. Like maybe I mean the Browns know. the Browns messed that up. The Browns messed that up big time. It's like we said a lot. The Browns messed something up. <laughs> I mean, they went for the they went for the cream of the crop. I ain't mad at them. You know what I'm saying? They they said, you know, mediocre. It's like it's like what the Browns did was like this. It's like if you got a girl, right? You got a girl, you got a girl, but your girl's like, she's like, all right, but she ain't really like, you know, all that. The Browns made a power move. They 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 went and they went and got a, got got yeah. They went for the they went for the you know they went for the. the but you see that that, that girl that girl you talking about knew how to cook all your favorite meals. Hey, you know what so I'm saying? Now, 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 now you now you getting the one that you know. She don't know you. She don't know you like the old one did. You know what I'm saying? So you never you never know. Yeah, the grass yeah. ain't always greener. But they 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 still messed it up either way because if you play your cards right, you you trade Baker Mayfield, you still get Deshaun, and you, and you get something big in return for Baker. But they they did it in a way to where they're stuck with Baker now, and Baker don't want to be there. So it's just a, a terrible situation. Nobody's gonna give him a big offer, knowing that the days are numbered. So yeah, I don't know what meals they was making up, whipping up Bryce. They was whipping up. They was uh wasn't wasn't getting no uh. Wasn't getting no, uh, wasn't getting nothing over uh, to the plate of uh, Odell Beckham Jr. That was a problematic uh, occurrence during that time. You know, what I'm saying when you, when you got a top notch receiver like that and not getting the rock, you know, what I'm saying feeling like you can't utilize your weapons. Had a lot of issues with with, with him. He had 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 handpicked, you know, the coach, coaching staff for him. That was a big big mistake. You know, what I'm saying, and honestly, one 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 uh, one dish they're not baking. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Well, when, uh, is a humble pie. Uh, Baker Mayfield has been anything but humble, even through this whole situation. So even it's like, if you're trying to get picked up by a new team, like don't be an asshole, bro. Well, like, you, you, you 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 can you can you can say what you want about that, bro. But facts are facts, and that that's speculation, and I can't disagree with you know informed speculation. But the fact is, the Browns are coming off their best three to four year stretch in 25 years, bro. <laughs> like. Literally 25 years, this is the best football they've ever played, bro. So you're so quick to kick out a guy who's giving you your best football in all this time, and you bring in a guy who has, you know, legal issues, as well as his last time he played, his team was what? Three and 13? Where, where were they the last time Deshaun played? Three and 13 in, in Houston? What was they no, that's because he didn't play. Nah, the last time they played, they were terrible because because JJ walked play, off bro. the field with him. What you mean? He did play, and they were like three and thirteen for an entire yeah. season. So, yeah, JJ walked off the field and was like, "We wasted this whole season with you, basically." Right, right, right. So I'm just saying, like, I feel what you're saying, but at the same time, okay, yeah, thank you, B. Four and twelve the last time he played an NFL season. So all I can go with is facts, and Baker Mayfield pulled the Browns out of. Trash land, bro. They were trash, bro. Like laughing stock for years, and we've actually taken them seriously over the last four or five seasons. Yeah, which is exactly like a situation where somebody is trying to upgrade. They 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 got it out the mud with Baker Mayfield, and now they're like, nah, we going to Deshaun Watson. We want we want the we want the we want the crap not like crap. We want the top notch. We want we don't think we can make it to the promised land with this. Baker Mayfield the situation and they they went and they did something different and they put they they put their money where their mouth was and they and they and they, and they, they gave him the bag they gave him a guaranteed contract to a guy that was just on the verge of not ever playing again well not ever playing again but you know he was kind of fucked up for him well, there, there's, there's an old term it's it's called careful what you wish for and time will tell if the Browns made the right move yeah time will tell time will tell man time will tell. Uh man, Tom Tom uh, Tom is uh, actually conveniently uh, saved some people from the first round because the end of the first round the playoffs actually ended and we ain't really gonna get a chance to comment on any of that man. Uh, but now we are officially in the second round, so I guess there's no point in talking about the first round now. Uh, but actually, there is some point in talking about it. I will say that I'm feeling quite uh quite vindicated on two accounts. One, Jokic is 
you know, are not good enough to to get past the first round. Uh, so I was. That is crazy, smiling. bro. That, that's a crazy. That's a crazy statement, bro. But is it not? Is it not fast? Jokic is not good enough to get. Jokic is not good enough to get past the first round. So How about is he in the Nuggets? Not good enough to get past the first round. Okay, but he's the most valuable player, right? So how valuable is he if, if he can't get you past the first round? If this was 2K and Jokic is a 90-something player, the next rated player on his team is like a 79, and it's Aaron Gordon. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, let, let's let's keep it a buck, bro. Who, what is he doing? He's, he's, he's putting – he's building a house with paper mache. Okay, so he's the most valuable player on the shitty team or what? What are we doing? What are we doing here, man? Most valuable player used to mean something. I don't know. Did he? I don't know if he won the most valuable player. Did he? No, he still didn't come out. But it sounds yeah, like Smith so I mean, is uh, tight. I don't think we ever gave out our final MVPs, but he's in the running. He's in the running for sure, and it's because he did all this with a team with nobody. Like nobody, he got none of his top guys, bro. He's missing Michael. Car- he's missing Michael Porter. He's missing Jamal Murray. Those are his running mates, bro. Come on, bro. Like, if anybody was missing their top two guys, it'd be tough. <laughs> Including yeah, Joel Embiid. Including Joel Embiid. Well, either way, uh, shout out, shout out the Jokic brothers. I hope uh, the weather's beautiful in Dubai or wherever y'all decide to go on vacation. Um, you know what I'm saying? I heard uh, Panama is lovely this time of year. Um, y'all will be the person. Next. Y'all will be another- done the next. Another person that's on the vacation block, uh, t- uh, tell tell Jordan Woods to get the uh, get the sun block ready. <laughs> Carl Anthony Thompson, T Woods, man. I-, I had to say I was a little disappointed. I mean, I mean, the, 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 the T Woods did show some life, and they did at points. They were saying they, they was giving the Grizzlies some run, uh, but you know, the Woods did come up short, man. Uh, happy trails to the T the Woods. Uh, enjoy Tijuana. Um, you know what I'm saying. They out there enjoying enjoying themselves out there, man. A lot of teams went home, man. A lot of teams went home, man. The, the Nets went home, of course, man. Mm. Uh, we're not even gonna talk about them. That was that's just really. Uh, well, actually, shouldn't we talk about them? Nah, I don't want to talk about them. Let's talk about the we Celtics. Can. Though. We can because somebody called some bullshit about to happen with the Nets. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was mad at me. Rome told me KD was gonna drop fifty. <laughs> Yo. I'm just saying, bro. That was inexcusable. That, that that series was inexcusable for the Nets to drop that in that fashion. Not for them to drop it, but for you to be the second-ranked Finals favorite yeah. by Vegas and to lose yeah. the first round like that is inexcusable. Yeah, I can't. I can't lie, man. You gotta call a spade a spade, man. The the Nets, this Nets should not have got swept like that. That's straight embarrassing. Um, I, I don't really got too much to say about it, man. Bryce kind of caught it. Katie and them, I guess they just didn't want it. Even after that, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or in the group chat, but even after the loss, they look mighty, uh, you know, content or, you know, real real chill after just getting swept by by the Celtics or whatever, bro. So I just – the whole thing's not sitting well with me. Uh, Katie has fallen off – like, it's a new day in the NBA. LeBron and Katie, I don't think, are the top two players. I think there's a strong argument that they're not the top three. Uh, I mean, if you really broke it down, would they both be in the top five right now? Uh, you know, like it's definitely a new day and we can't just say that LeBron and KD are running things and uh, KD getting swept cements that. So here we are. So let's talk about that, man. I don't want to even spend, I don't think one of the things people talk about and like the mainstream media tend to do, they tend to make it about, you know, the fact that KD and them, you know, came up short and, and they did. You know, that's definitely super short. But, like, let's give some respect to the Celtics here. And, like, I wouldn't really pose that question. Like, you know, the Celtics made work of them. I mean, you know, light work of them. And, now, you know, they're going to hang in here with the Bucks. They lost the first game, and now they won the second game now. Uh, so, it's, so it's a 1-1 it's a game and a uh, series in the series against the Bucks, who are the defending champions. You know, how good are the Celtics, man? Uh, I think – I think they're getting, not getting enough respect in the, in the mix of this. No, yeah, I think I think the, I think the Celtics are a good team. Um, I but, think this series will tell us how good. I don't know if they're like championship. I I don't believe they're championship contender good. 
Uh, I just don't. I still think they're maybe a year or so away. I still think they're a uh, ascendance of one of their top players away. I mean, I like Jalen Brown. I like Jason Tatum. But I don't feel like either of those guys has become a top five player. You know what I'm saying? For me to be like the Celtics are have top a ten though. Top oh, ten, debatable, debatably top ten. Tatum's maybe. definitely top ten. Um, but I think I don't. I don't think Tatum personally. I don't think Tatum's better than Brown. That's that's me. So like, I don't think. Mm. I think they, I think you have two. You have two top fifteen, top twenty guys, and with that, that alone gives you. A hell of a, a hell of an edge when you have two guys like that, um, and and you got a player too. You got two guys like that that are both over six eight. That's it gives you it gives you an interesting dynamic of the team. But uh, I mean, you you said it. This is this is gonna tell us a lot about the Celtics in this series because I think they're gonna obviously they're gonna be in for more of a fight. They already you know are are one one in the series, but like. I think you learn a lot about a team and if they're championship material when they get tested in these series. That's the that's one of my favorite parts about the NBA playoffs. You might look good the first two games, but you start to slip up when the series switches back, you know, home court and all that. Uh, then it, it makes it very interesting and in, in who can really come through in those game five, six, and seven scenarios. But if Tatum is who some of y'all are saying he is, this top ten, top five player, then I'd like to see him in a game six, game seven. If he can get past a team like the Bucks, then maybe he is what you say he is. But I don't know if I see it right now. But I, I do agree with you, though, Scruff. I think the Celtics are getting overlooked still. You know, I don't think Tatum's all that. I don't think Brown's all that. But I, I do think the Celtics as a whole are getting overlooked because they did just sweep the Nets like they were nothing. And uh, that was a lot of people's favorites, including mine. Yeah, nah, I mean, I agree. I mean, the, the, the first game the Bucks did, they did, did they know they swept the floor with the Celtics as well. So. My overall takeaway from that was the Nets are trash, yeah. But then, you know, the Celtics are right back in this thing. And, then, you know, right now it's a split series, headed back to Milwaukee. Or it's headed back to Milwaukee. Or, yeah, headed back to Milwaukee. And, you know, the Celtics have home court in the series. And they could they, they lost the game. You know, split once. But I, I think they could even it out. And, you know, you got a guy like Tatum. I can see him stealing one for you. And I think this is going to be a run-the-tape moment to some extent. Uh, I ain't going to get too crazy out here. But I will say that, like, you know, y'all lack of under enthusiasm for the Celtics was a little disrespectful, in my opinion. Uh, it's just slightly disrespectful, and I just want to know that today, May third, uh, give it till about like May fourteenth, y'all gonna be looking at the series, and the Celtics gonna be looking like them them guys. Wait, wait. Um, so what what are you saying without saying? Are you saying the Celtics are gonna win this series? Because I feel like you're trying to say something and not really commit to what you're trying to. Say. Are you are the Celtics winning this series? That's what you're telling me. They're gonna beat the Bucks. Nah, I'm not ready to say the Celtics are going to Don't give me that. Don't give me that. I'll take four years. Celtics in seven. Ooh, okay. All right. And I, I got Bucks in six. Happen. Yeah, I'll guarantee you I that got, won't happen. I, because I think, I think Middleton is going to be a, the biggest difference in the series. I think, I, I think after sure. tonight's game, listen, after tonight's game, Giannis was holding the first half for five points. Going into the third quarter, Giannis only had five points. And they go home and, like, not to say, like, then he scored the second half, he scored, what, 20, 23 points to finish off a total of 28 points tonight. But still, like, if you could hold Giannis for one half of the game, Drew Holiday's going to have to step up big offensively. And he's not known to be a big-time scorer. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm 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 picking up what you putting down. G. I'm feeling. A little and, and I'm feeling. And, and, I'm, feeling. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are have to go nutty, buddy. Again, from here on out, they're gonna have to average at least twenty-seven points each individually. For for this for this, so Boston could, to take the leap again. This is what we're gonna have to see from these two guys. Because right now, right now, the Bucks have home field advantage. For, for taking game one, but I I personally believe like the Bucks. I think it was just rust. The reason why they lost game one is due to rust. You know what I mean? You sweep a team and then you have like what? How many games did it, it took them like yeah. another week before they played the a game? So it's like a rust. It's like they didn't have it again. They didn't have that momentum. And you saw what they did today. They they took the first half with twenty five points going into the third quarter, and they they ended the game with twenty three. I, I I got I got Boston. I got Boston in seven. Just because Giannis is a fucking monster. That's the only reason. 
and that's the thing, man. The Giannis factor. Giannis hasn't even had a Giannis game yet. He wasn't great in game one. He wasn't great yeah. in game two. And they still won game one without him being great. I think, like, the difference between a Boston and a, and, and, and a, and a Milwaukee, like I said, Boston has two fringe top 15 players, right? Probably more in, like, that 15 to 20 range, if you ask me. I'd have to really go back and rank them again, but – I mean, I mean, now, besides KD being ranked ahead of Jason Tatum, like I don't, I can't, I can't put nobody else in front of Jason Tatum. My top five players right, in the league good. right now are gonna be Giannis, LeBron James, Greek. I mean, not, I mean, fucking Jokic. Then I'm gonna say Embiid. Then I say KD. Then I say, I mean, who else? Jason Tatum. Who else is in front of Jason Tatum? Really? That's a good point. That's a good point. That's yeah. Who? 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 Bro, there's a lot of okay. So wait, wait, wait okay. Wait, those are my top five. So who, and my top six would be Jalen Brown. I mean, not Jason Tatum. All right, cool. So y'all don't think that Kyrie Irving is better than Jason Tatum? No, not after what we saw tonight. Kyrie Irving hasn't played a whole season yet, so no. Okay, well, I think Kyrie Irving is better than Jason Tatum. So let's go down the list. No. Don't... He just got beat. He just got swept. All right. Yeah, yeah, he did, and so did KD. So did KD. So like, that sounds crazy. But I, I see where this conversation is going to go uh, with with Bryce Legend to go that way, and I ain't going to let it happen. You know, what I'm saying with that, who's better than who? Blah, blah. No, he I, asked obviously, me. I didn't hey, try man. to do that. Kyrie Irving is not better when you don't play the whole season. The last two years, he hasn't played the whole season. Basketball is about the team selling the parts, man. And one thing I'll say about this, one thing I obviously the Bucks are the Bucks are a great team. This is why I'm not gonna ready to go go on record and say the Celtics gonna win the series. Bucks are a great team. Bucks are a great team with a great player. You know what I'm saying? And they won it. So y'all think Jason Tatum is better than Jokic? No, but I think the Celtics. I think the Celtics have a better team. Right now, yes, yes. I think I think. The Celtics roster and their team is like you can argue they might have a better roster right now than, than the Bucks. Embiid? Embiid? I, I, I had him beat in front of in front of uh Jason Tatum. He's better than Steph Curry. No. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about Steph. Oh, I forgot bro, about like, Steph. You going you convince uh, that's that. seven. He's that's better, seven. That's seven. Right now? <laughs> yes. Oh, I yes. might have him right now. He's better than Kawhi. No, you don't. Come on, bro. Yes, because Kawhi hasn't played. Yeah, boy's crazy. They, I'll say this. Jason Tatum, Tatum is like in that 15 range, 10 to 15, and Jalen Brown's in there too, bro. 10, Bryce, where, 10 to 20, but not. Where would you put Tatum if he can get past Giannis in the, in this round too? Because then he'll he'll put Kyrie and KD out. If he puts Giannis out too, does that does that? Uh, he first he didn't put them out. The Celtics put them out. Like I said, I think Jay, I think Jalen Brown is if not better than Jason Tatum, 1A and 1B, bro. So, like, I'm high on Jalen Brown, too. So, like, I'm not so saying... Is Brown, like you, got, you got Brown in your top 10, then? How, how far no, ahead of... I don't have either of my top 10. I have both, both top like, 10 you know, probably 14 to 17 range. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. I mean, I don't think they're yeah, better than Jimmy. Fair. I don't think they're better than Jimmy Butler. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think I mean, they're better than, like... I don't like this That's narrative. debatable, though. That's debatable. I don't know if they're better than Jimmy Butler, either, but... It's not. It's not... It's not. He's not better than like Steph though. Like you named a couple dudes where it's not debatable. For, right. For so he's telling me Jason Tatum's the top five guy. Name some guys better than him. I'm looking top at him six. Like, I said top right. six. Top six. I said top six. Like you crazy? You tell me that because like I don't think he's better than Kawhi Leonard. And you can say Kawhi I can say Kawhi play, Leonard. Like, he didn't play this year. We're talking about this uh, year right now. Kawhi Leonard doesn't count because he didn't play. Y'all keep trying to make this about individuals, man. That's the whole. That's the whole thing we got missing, bro. Y'all, this is what y'all missing it, man. This is why the Celtics. This is why y'all overlooking the Celtics. But y'all think basketball is a game about individual players, and it's actually about team ball. And that's why the Celtics are going to win the series. Thank you for for, for getting me over the mountain top. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm just saying. Yeah, that sounds. You sound crazy saying that it's about team basketball. So that's why they're going to beat the Bucks when the Bucks. Are the ultimate team, bro? Like that's what I was thinking. Bucks, <laughs> like that's how that sounded. That's like, that's like, bro, they went into Boston and beat them game one with team basketball when Giannis. I feel like, great. like I feel like, like the Bucks. The Bucks are a solid basketball team with a mega star player in Giannis. Like you don't really need much more than what the Bucks already have. They're a solid basketball team, but the 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 the, the, the Celtics have a much deeper team, in my opinion. 
I'm not ready to really say that. I think those. I would say it's more. It's more even. Like it's more like spread out for that. the Celtics. Like nah, the Celtics. I'm not ready to say that. I think. I think. I think the the Bucks are just as deep, if not deeper. I mean, they got clones of each other of, of players coming off the bench. Like we sit down, Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen coming off there doing the same thing Pat Connaughton do. Like it's they've got like they, they both teams are deep, bro. Both teams are deep, and. They're missing Chris Middleton. That's another thing. It's like, and don't get me wrong, the Celtics missing Marcus Smart tonight. So that, that speaks to both mm-hmm. teams' depth. I'm yeah, not like, saying the Celtics are a bad team. I just don't think they're better than the Bucs. I, I think the Middleton injury makes it interesting. You know, All right, so, so, you said you got Celtics in seven? But I'm Middleton? I like Celtics in seven. I don't think it's on that if you want to bet. I think Tatum has a huge game seven as well. I don't take a dub on that if you want to bet that. Uh, on what? I'm rocking with the Bucks. Series, period. Yeah. I, you got Bucks. I got, right. Yeah, straight up. Right. Oh, that's fair. I'll take it. Who y'all got in the in the Grizzlies Warriors series? Because that's another very interesting series. It's probably my favorite one right now. Honestly, I don't think it's that interesting. I think it's interesting in the, right now, uh, and it's entertaining basketball. But I think when it's all said and done, uh, Warriors in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I, sounds I, about I right. A, that sounds about right. I had a flag football game over the weekend and. Mad dudes on the team were saying that the the Grizzlies were gonna get swept, and I was like, Nah, bro. There's no way to get swept. So I see the Warriors winning that because they're a more experienced team. But I think they're gonna. I think the Grizzlies are gonna push the Warriors, man. That, let's not judge the Warriors off their very first playoff series ever as a as a as a squad. You know what I'm saying? That was their very first series ever. They played another team in their very first series ever. Uh, you know, and so it's like these two young teams, first time getting their feet wet. Both were kind of experimenting in that first series. I think the, the the Grizz got that under their belt. They came out in game one. They showed nice in game one, right? They showed very nice, but they couldn't seal the deal because the veteran, the veteran, you know, swag of the of, of, of the Warriors got them late. Uh, I think Grizz win the night, and I think Grizz even the series, and they I think they take one in, in Golden State as well. I see this series going six or seven games personally. They're going to do more than get their feet wet, Bryce, because they're about to be going to a pool party is what they're about to be going to. And that's what that's that's what the real deal was going down right now, bro. Warriors have been great, man. And, yo, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. Clay Thompson is back playing pretty damn well. Jordan Poole might be the best player. Might, might have been the best <laughs> performing player on the team so far. Uh, this is a team that had Andrew Wiggins that was an all-star this year. You know, Draymond Green's a great player. He's playing, he's playing great basketball. Bro, Draymond Green got very, black guy. Very, very dirty basketball, but he's playing great basketball. He's giving them the, the grittiness that they need. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see anyone stopping the Warriors in the West. And honestly, it's a really good chance that the Warriors win it all. Honestly, I, I don't I don't know. If Jordan Poole plays at this level, I don't I don't I don't I don't know who's gonna beat him. Jordan Poole is balling, but I don't know, bro. I don't think the Warriors are. I don't know. This don't. This doesn't look like when the Warriors were prime Warriors. It doesn't look the same. Nowhere near the same to me. And like I said, I think the Grizz are gonna push them to six or seven games. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Grizzlies won this series. I'll say that it wouldn't shock me. Um, I'd be shocked if the Warriors, if the Grizzlies got swept though. I'd be completely shocked. If they sweep the Grizzlies, the Warriors, <laughs> then I'll then I'll be then I'll be agreeing with you, Scruff. But uh, I I don't see like I don't get the whole like I don't think anyone can beat the Warriors if they got Jordan Poole playing like this. Like no, plenty of teams can beat the Warriors. Wait till Jordan Poole getting guarded by Michael Bridges every play, bro. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be different. It's gonna be okay, different. Okay, okay, okay. So if if they're if Michael Bridges guarding Jordan Poole, then who's guarding Clay Thompson and Steph Curry? No, I'm saying like don't get me wrong. They have a squad. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that like the Warriors not nice. I'm just saying that like when we're talking about like oh when Jordan Poole is playing like this, bro. This is not the team that like went on all those runs, bro. This is not a prime Iguodala winning uh you know Finals MVP on this team. You know what I'm saying like this is not like this is not striking me as the same squad, bro. Now Andrew Wiggins is balling. I gotta give him that. Andrew Wiggins Smash. has been impressive, especially this game with that dunk. I don't know if y'all saw that dunk on uh. On oh, old boy, yeah, he dunked on. Uh, yeah, and Clark boy that went to Gonzaga. What's his name? Brandon Clark. <laughs> that dunk on Brandon Clark is probably. I thought John Morant had the best dunk of the. He had the best dunk of the playoffs until today, because I think Andrew Wiggins <laughs> a little better. Bro. So check that out. 
Wow. Okay. Honestly, bro, in a weird way, bro, I know this is going to sound exactly. crazy. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to definitely think I'm crazy because it's, it's the complete opposite of what y'all saying. Honestly, I think this Golden State team has a chance to be way better than the, than the Iguodala team, as you say. Isn't Iguodala on this team, by the way? Yeah, yeah but he's hurt. Now, but he now has no hairline. Okay. <laughs> but he's still there in spirit. <laughs> he's not the same. My point is he's not, not the same. same. <laughs> okay. That's the point, though, man. It's not the same. That's the thing, man. Y'all keep wanting the same thing all the time, man. You know, it's a remix. It's the remix. It's the same thing with its remix. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when you like you know what I'm saying when 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 you make when you when you make good 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 uh good short rib and then the next day you got short rib tacos. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, that's how that's how you evolve. And the nice things, man. I'm just saying this, this is a little bit different. But I like this I like this uh, Warriors team. I think that they have the potential to be much more dangerous than the previous. Obviously, not the KD teams. Like I'm not, I'm not stupid. But like the team before KD, this team. Honestly, I like this team better than that team. Call me crazy. Crazy, crazy as hell. Huh? That team won like seventy games or something like that. All right, so what? So you The thing is, man. People, one thing a lot of people overlooking is, bro. How deep this Warriors team is. How many like legit role players they got. Guys that can play different roles. They got Gary Payton Jr. starting in this series. He's a guy that came off the bench a lot in the last series, and he's he's proven to be really, really, really good, important in the series for them. So, honestly, they're way deeper, and they got way more different scores they can hit you with. And Steph Curry is still Steph Curry. And, you know what I'm saying, all these other players. The thing is, I think it's like this, man. That year when they had the bum year where everyone was hurt, all these young dudes had to be the top guys. And now they got, like, you know, they had, they had whole teams, like, game playing against them, essentially. And now they're coming in, and now a guy like a Jordan Poole, a guy like a Toscano Anderson, they could be in the nice little role alongside, you know, superstars. So I don't know. I think it's I think it's gonna be tough. I think the Warriors gonna win the whole thing. So I mean, yeah, I think the Warriors win the whole thing. I don't see that happening, bro. I, that's another thing. I would be completely shocked if the Warriors won the whole thing. I would be beyond shocked, actually. All right, well, we'll be wrong. I would be I would be mildly surprised if they got out of the West. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be I'd be surprised. All right. Well, pool party in the finals. Book it. <laughs> Book it. Book it, man. Book it. All right. Um. Shoot, man. What else we got, man? Uh, anything else NBA related? Y'all want to talk about before we close it out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm getting 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 the feeling. Getting getting the close out watch. <laughs> All right. All right, it's been a good show, man, everybody. Uh, everybody tuning in, man, tap in with us. Uh, follow us on all platforms, at Good Ass Sports on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, free Brittany Grinder. Free, free BG, man. Free the real, man. Free the real, man. That's, that's, that's craziness, man. Over some tweets, man. Over some tweets, man. Uh, keep a lookout, man. Uh, Subscribers-only content is out on the Spotify uh, tomorrow. I'll drop it. Uh, we got some new uh, stuff on the way with gas merch. I'll keep y'all informed on that. Coming soon, uh, new and improved gas merch store, man. We got a whole bunch of fire shit for him with y'all, man. Uh, you know what time it is, man. Time to close it out. Uh, you know how we do it, man. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. Can't nobody.